0: you just like, okay, now what's really important here? Where's the big project? What's going to move my business forward? Not all this busy work. And that's what happens in writing books and entrepreneurship, and you know anything we do, we get bogged up in the busy, not the really important.
1: You're listening to the Leverage Your Incredible Factor podcast with Danielle Jervy Harmon. The place to be to leverage and scale a business that serves you financially and spiritually. I'm your host, spiritual business growth strategist, Darnielle J. Harmon. Join me each week for inspiring stories, powerful interviews, and business growth strategy to help you experience abundance in your life because of your business. If you are ready to play and pray bigger, let's get this party started. If this is your first time joining me, there's just a few things I want to make sure that you know. Number one, I am not new to this. I am true to this. For more than 10 years, I have been growing businesses, period. I am the absolute best at combining spiritual principles with business growth strategy to turn entrepreneurs into multiple six and seven figure CEOs. And no, in case you were wondering, you do not have to choose. You can love God and make both loads of money and I'm on a mission to create even more multiple six and seven figure CEOs. Oh, and we don't do hustle and grind, we do spirituality and systems. You might be wondering exactly what the incredible factor is And if that's you, I invite you to go all the way back to our very first episode. I even give you a really powerful worksheet that you can download so that you can find yours because it is the key to beginning to leverage and scale your business. And I am tickle purple that you are listening in today. This episode is powered by the Grow Your Business Toolkit. If you are a service-based entrepreneur who is frustrated at the six-figure mark when you know you were created to live life and grow a business at the seven-figure mark, you need this toolkit in your life. The Grow Your Business Toolkit will literally give you the keys to the seven-figure castle. Learn more and grab yours today at growyourbiztoolkit.com. In today's episode, I have a treat for you. Now, I know <laughs> every single time I'm interviewing someone, I tell you that it was the best conversation that I've ever had, but I'm here to tell you that I just had the most inspired conversation with Michelle Vandipas. And let me just tell you, you you are about to be set free. All of you right now who are being held captive by procrastination are about to get your whole life. My favorite part of our interview was when Michelle broke down the difference between percolation, and procrastination. And the thin line running through it is discernment and focus. Listen to me, you are going to need pen and paper in hand as Michelle and I have this conversation. But before we jump into the episode, let me read you Michelle's bio. Michelle DePaz is a nation's leading expert for entrepreneurs and personal development experts who want to share what they've learned with the world by becoming an author. She is the co-founder of Grace Point Matrix Publishing, the gold standard in concierge publishing. As a book coach and publisher, Michelle has worked with thousands of authors over the past 20 years to publish and promote their books and their work. As a serial entrepreneur and serial best-selling author herself, she understands the strategy, messaging, and creative juice needed to build a platform. She is a visionary marketer who combines creativity with small, smart business sense to unleash the power of her clients. Michelle has been featured in numerous media outlets, speaking about her passion for purpose and profit. She is also an esteemed TEDx speaker and TEDx speaker coach. She lives in the mountains of Colorado with her family, two dogs, and 40 goldfish. Listen to me. Grab pen, grab paper, grab a warm cup of tea, and let's jump into my conversation with Michelle Van Vandipas. Michelle, I'm so excited to welcome you to the Leverage Your Incredible Factor Business podcast. How are you today?
0: I'm great. It's an honor to be here. I love your show. Thank you so much. Listen, I have been
1: waiting to have this conversation with you. I have been devouring your website and all of the things that you do, watched your TED Talk. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to be able to sit down with you. Why don't you just take a quick moment and tell everybody who you are in your own words?
0: Okay. I'm Michelle Vandepass. I am a TEDx speaker and a published author, and I am co-owner of a publishing company, which means I wear lots of hats. Um, but I work with all kinds of business people, authors, prospective authors who want to look at a book about either promoting themselves or leaving a legacy or telling their story. It's all nonfiction. Yeah,
1: definitely. And I think, I, I don't know, you probably would agree with me since this is part of the business that you're in, but I think everyone should have a book.
0: I think everybody can choose to have a book if they want to. Absolutely. Okay. I want to talk um,
1: about that. So, so your choice of words, can choose to have a book if they want to. Tell me what that was... Which, well because yes, I
0: think there's that. a lot there's a lot of pressure on people that you should write a book you have to have a book right and whenever we get all this outside pressure it's hard for us to discern what's right for us and what the mm-hmm. timing is mm-hmm. and some there's better timing for certain projects for certain people right as we know as entrepreneurs and so yeah, yeah. I'm always like if you're called to write a book then yes if you've had the thought I want to write a book absolutely if you think a book's going to help you with marketing or lead generation or your business, absolutely. And then let's discern it's now the right time for you.
1: Yeah, and yeah. I love that you're using the word discern because I think that that's such an important part of it. That's that's why I wanted to read between the lines on your choice of words. Yeah, even that to me was discernment, right? And and right. being able to determine the real reason why behind what it is that you're doing. And I love that because I think that you're right. There is a lot of pressure put on people to write a book. Like I, I tell people, and maybe I'm wrong. you you can slap my hand if I'm wrong, but I tell people that I think a book is an expensive business card, right? And so it is. if you're going to write a book, you have to be clear as to how you're going to leverage that book into the other things that you're wanting to see from it. Because you know, most of us are just not going to be Joe Osteen that gets a million dollar advance every time we decide to pop out of a, a book. Is that what he got? Yeah. I think he's, he might even be up to more than that by now. But but most yeah. of us are just not going to have that level of influence coming into it to start there. So I think that it is important to um, be clear about why the book and why the book needs to come out now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and it, it is, so you can get a ghostwriter. Mm-hmm. You can have someone like me just handle the whole thing from beginning to end. But for most authors, there's a commitment. There's an energy commitment. There's a time commitment. There's a commitment of, even if they don't know it, this is going to be a huge personal growth journey for me. <laughs> Hang on to my hat, even if they don't know it. And I think that scares a lot of people because they can feel that it's a big step.
1: Mm-hmm. So why do you think it's such a huge personal growth journey in deciding to write the book?
0: So it's easy for me to get on here and tell you what I think or what I believe, right? You put it down on paper and you p- hit that publish button and you don't have any idea who's going to read it. You don't know who's going to buy it. You don't know if it's going to flop. You don't know if it's going to be a bestseller. All your fears and triggers and insecurities come up. Mm -hmm. um, at some point during that process, before we hit the publish button, it might come up in, as in procrastination, which is such a good segue to my TED talk.
1: Yes, we're
0: (laughs) going to talk about that. (laughs) So it might come up in that way, Mm -hmm. like, but it might also come up in editing stage when you have an editor that says, well, we need to polish this a little bit. And then you go back to, you know, seventh grade with the English teacher, Mark, right? So it triggers that. It may come up when a publisher or a friend or an advisor says, I don't think I like that book cover. And then you take it personally, right? If you had your heart set on a a specific book cover. So it just triggers everything, every part of the process to step up in a bigger way, Mm -hmm. to say what you believe in, to listen to experts and incorporate it, not like push the experts out or let them take over, but right. incorporate all the ideas and really show up as a leader.
1: I love all of that, Michelle. And you know why I love it? Because I do believe that there is a journey that goes along with it, and there's a lot of our what I call our our um, inner incredible snatcher that will rear its ugly head when we're going yes. through processes like these because. You know, everyone has this massive need to, to belong, right? And to know that they matter. And then when you become the subject to things that may not be as positive as you expected for them to be, it creates this whole other dynamic. And and most people, they're not signing up for that, right? They're, they're right. thinking very linearly, right? They're like, okay, I'm going to write this book. People are going to hear my story. They're going to go come and buy my stuff. And I'm going to ride off into the sunset as a millionaire, and they're not realizing that the road is going to take lots of twists and turns along the way. And everything about who they are is going to be called into question as they go through this process.
0: So didn't you just describe the whole entrepreneurial journey, though, <laughs> for most of us? Right? I did. I absolutely
1: yeah. did. It's so it's so parallel. Um and I, but I, I love knowing that, and in, in, that you co-sign with a lot of my message. I say all the time that you cannot have a booming business if you have a busted life. Like we have to do this work. We have to meet everything that comes up on our path and like annihilate it so that it doesn't stop us from going to where it is that we truly desire to be. And in your case, it might be doing the TEDx talk because I know you coach speakers for preparing for their TEDx or writing the book, right? Regardless of what the thing is that's coming up on the path, we have to keep working through it so that we get to the other side. So sometimes procrastination pops up, right? And so let's talk about that. So you did this powerful TEDx talk. I was like on the edge of my seat just before all about procrastination. So talk a little bit about what made you choose that as a topic And then what, what was your, you know, what was the idea worth sharing that you wanted to leave with the people, um, as a result of, of that particular experience?
0: So the whole way I got the TEDx talk was just kind of bizarre. So it's a long time ago now, six or seven years in the TEDx world, I think seven now. And it wasn't the whole process where you have now where you have to be curated in and audition and be right. So I heard TEDx was going to happen in my hometown, Colorado Springs. And so I, I did like most good entrepreneurs, a lot of detective work to find out who was putting it on. And I dug and dug and dug until I found that person and then said, I want to, I want to do this. So some back and forth, back and forth. And together we chose the topic. And the, the general idea we're sharing is, is it, procrastination or percolation is I like to cause it. Mm-hmm. And it's in praise of procrastination because sometimes we're procrastinating, really we are, but sometimes we're in creative process. We're not ready to go into action on whatever i our idea is yet. Mm-hmm. So using a book as an example, we might be percolating, thinking, jotting down notes, thinking about ideas living our life, honing our craft, being entrepreneurs, being coaches, um, you know, running our businesses. And all of that is part of the creative process that until it starts solidifying, you couldn't put it out into the world. Right. Like if, if you're just thinking, well, I need to write a book, I need to write a book. The fact that you're not writing the book isn't quite procrastination yet if you don't know what you're writing the book on.
1: Right.
0: So there's a whole piece that has to come before that. Sometimes we call procrastination, and then we beat ourselves up. Another year went by, and I didn't write the book, or whatever, right? And I'm saying, allow yourself to go into the creative stage with it, and see if there's something else that wants to be birthed, or something that wants to be born, or if there's more information, or there's more research you need to do before you go into action mode.
1: Yeah, I love that. This is what I wrote down. Sometimes percolation is mistaken for procrastination. Yeah. And I love that whole the whole process of taking in the initial idea, I want to write a book, and then identifying or opening yourself up to the possibility of everything that wants to come in just because you've made the thought that you want to write a book. And then you have to sift through it, right? So it's not right. like, oh, I want to write a book. The first idea that pops in, let's run with it. I've been writing, I've written seven books, but I've been yeah. writing- book now and I'm gonna totally say it's percolation and not procrastination so thank you for that because I have been feeling like a lot of pressure and procrastination um, because I haven't been able to nail down what I want the focus of the book to be as I continue to learn myself better and step farther and farther out of my comfort zone I keep thinking, oh, maybe I'll write the book on that. And then I, you know, start down that rabbit hole and then I'm like stuck again because I'm like, yeah, oh, no, that was, that was an idea that popped in, but it wasn't that discernment that you talked about earlier. Right. So how, how do we take this, this period of percolation and prevent it from becoming the curse of pro- procrastination? Right. And what are the steps? Like, are there... Things that we should be looking for or seeing when we're in this percolation phase so we don't get caught up into procrastination and put pressure on ourselves unduly to, yeah. be, to do or perform something that we're not ready for yet?
0: Yeah, great, great, great question. Uh, a, an example that often happens with my clients is, is I'll say, Well, what did you work on this week? They'll say, I read 12 books about how to write, and I downloaded a course on how to get your book written, and I listened to this webinar about writing your book and all that is just busy work Mm -hmm. right that is procrastination if they say i thought about what i might want to put in the beliefs chapter and i read an autobiography of someone else who has the same thought that's working toward your goal Mm -hmm. there's a there again is that discernment Are you just doing busy work, pretending that you're working toward your goal? Or are you in creative mode that actually takes you a step further? Are you taking down notes? Are you thinking deeply? Are you looking at other things out there in the marketplace similar to what you want to do? Yeah. Um, You said something really important, though, which is where a lot of authors get tripped up especially entrepreneurs who are like really creative pingy people right we i put myself in that place we're like have a thousand ideas you have already written you're a very accomplished writer already and you're not sure what the next book is and so we get stuck there we all get stuck there and so the question that i would pose is what is the one thing Right now, if you had the most important client in front of you, that you would want that client to know about what it is you have to say right now. Oh, that's good. So what are you willing to put your stake in the sand on at this point in time right now? What is it that you think is really important for all your potential clients to hear from you? today. And that's where you start writing your book from.
1: And that's so, you know what I love about that, Michelle, is because it, it it's almost like everything else just dissipates and right. there becomes this full presence to the most important thing you need to be doing right now. I love, and I think that that is, I mean, that's procrastination period, not just procrastination in writing a book. If we could get people to think that. That clearly and succinctly, like what is the most important thing I need to do right now? What is the most important thing I need to say to this client right now? What is the one thing my clients need to hear from me right now? Like that right now is like so powerful. If we could just focus our energy on right now, then we would probably never procrastinate.
0: Oh my gosh. Now we're in a whole spiritual conversation, (laughs) right? (laughs) Mindfulness, being in the moment. Yeah. yeah. So do you know know what yours is, Darnell? Um, Yes.
1: When you asked that, the first thing that popped into my mind. So last year, in September of last year, I was waking up and I heard my spirit say three words, next level everything. And I began to journal about what is is what what is next level everything. And so I've been, up you know, up until this point since last September, is I've been formulaically cre- figuring out what next level everything is about. So I believe the book is called Next Level Everything. And I believe that the journey in the book is my own. It's part my story, part my body of work, of how I help my clients to unlock their next level everything. Because I take six-figure entrepreneurs to seven figures faster than they ever could on their own. And the way that we do that is by pulling together the spirit, who they are spiritually, the embodiment of who God created them to be inside of work that they're doing at a higher level, at a higher threshold, so that they're offering a bigger level of value and solution to those that they serve. And so when I think about it from that standpoint, like I can see, like I can see, I can literally see it. Like I almost wish we weren't talking right now, Michelle. Cause right. I would be right here mapping it out. But I, I really <laughs> right. down enough to be able to get me back to that place. And so I want to, for those of you who are listening to this episode, if you have ever been caught up between percolation and procrastination, you know, Michelle has said a lot of powerful things already. So the one thing that she said, I want to make sure that you caught. Discernment is the fine line between percolation and procrastination. That's number one. And then number two, whenever you find yourself stuck, one simple question, right? And and so, a lot of different ways that one question can be asked. The key are the words right now. You know, what is the thought? Who are the people? What is the message right now? If we can get you to focus on where you should be right now, which is a play into mindfulness and being fully present then we can get you to show up fully in that moment to deliver what your idol clients, your audience of one, your whomever is going to read this book. If it's a book, what they most need to hear from you right now. I think Michelle, you just set a whole bunch of captives free. That's yeah. what happened.
0: And I'm going to give you one more thing if I can. Absolutely. This is for you. Cause now I'm like telling you how to get your book out of your, the next stage. So I want you then once you get that next write one thing Mm -hmm. is I want you to write your back cover Mm. now. So before you go write the book. So you might you might say something like this. I'm here to tell every six figure entrepreneur that they have the ability and everything inside of them to get to seven figures. When you read this book you're gonna hear about Danielle's three-step process starting with the spirit inside of yourself and then the steps you need to take to turn your six figure business into a seven figure business. Wow. So that would might be your back cover. Something right. like that.
1: I right? love that. And it, so it's almost like the Stephen Coveyism, right? Beginning with the end in mind.
0: Right. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And right, and now you got like focus. And I have no idea that that's what your book's about, right? right, right, we, right, didn't, right, right. we didn't we yeah. didn't for anyone listening, we didn't plan this. And so you know, anyone, right? It, but it's a focus now. Now the book can kind of come through you because you know exactly where the focus is.
1: Yeah, that, oh, Michelle, that is so good. <laughs> so good. Like, I, I mean it. Like, you literally just set thousands of people free because they have been, they've been caught between percolation and procrastination. Right. And this right now is that discernment piece that they've been missing so that they can get moving in the best direction. Cause see, sometimes I think we want to move in the next direction, but the next direction is not always the best direction. And discernment is what's going to get us moving in the best direction.
0: Yeah. And, um, I think as entrepreneurs, we all get in busy work, Mm -hmm. right? We all have so much stuff to do and I'm, I'm in it all the time and I have to always take a, a day or out of the week, right? Our, our, our down days and just like, okay, now what's really important here? Where's the big project? What's going to move my business forward? Not all this busy work. And that's what happens in writing books and entrepreneurship and, you know, anything we do, we get bogged up in the busy, not in the important.
1: Oh, that's so good. Oh, I got to write that down. (laughs) You're so much fun. And not be important. Yeah, that's so good. Like, I feel, I feel like if we can get people to focus on what's most important, then there will be a lot less stress in entrepreneurship. You know, I think so many people get caught up in this bright, shiny object syndrome and we're, you know, we're jaunting here and there and and we're onto the, the, the next best thing. But if we could focus, and I, I just keep coming back to focus and discernment. Yeah. That that might very well become the title of this episode. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm percolating between percolation, not procrastination, and focus and discernment. So, nice. but, I, but I feel like if we could just help people to discern where they should be spending their time and their energy, it is going to reduce the amount of stress, anxiety, and overwhelm that keeps them on the hamster wheel of procrastination if it has gotten into that point.
0: Yeah. Or just the hamster wheel of busy work. Cause it's yeah. kind of the same thing. It is
1: kind of same the same thing. thing. There's so, I mean, I, I'm sure you see it all the time. I see it all the time where people are busy being busy, but they're not busy doing anything of substance.
0: Right. And then they say, well, I am busy. I can't write my book. I'm and it's just another form of procrastination yeah. or I being scared. That's a whole nother rabbit hole.
1: just I was just about to say, I actually think it's fear. I think Fear is often disguised as procrastination because procrastination gives you permission to not acknowledge the fear. Right. Yeah. But it's not going to serve you. So those of you who are out there who are really afraid and masquerading it in terms of procrastination, it's not going to get better for you as long as you don't acknowledge it. There's some power that it, that magically happens when you conquer or when you confront the things that you desire to conquer. And it really sets you forth into an entirely different dynamic which i just think is really really powerful so how how did you make the decision to show up the way that you show up for your clients like was there something in particular that happened that helped you to realize that you needed to offer them a framework that allowed them to get out of their own way
0: so this this is an interesting question because it is, you are seeing something in me, I think, that is presuming how I show up for my clients in a certain way, which is so interesting because I've never thought about how I show up for my clients mm-hmm. and any framework that I do, right? So Um, you're giving, so you're kind of like mirroring back to me who you see, I, who you think I am or what you see. And and I'm like, wow, that's interesting. Um, (laughs) so I'm just kind of, I'm percolating it over here. I'm processing, right. Um, I show up the way that I show up for my clients is wholehearted listening and mirror back to them what I hear. Yeah. Right, which is kind of what I did with you and what I think Great. your book cover might be. Um that took a while. Mm-hmm. It did, it just took a lot of practice because I think it when you're a beginning stages of either coaching or counsel maybe not counseling, but coaching, whatever you do with your clients, whether you're a graphic designer or do web pages or whatever you have to be really pretty secure in your own gifts and talents mm-hmm. to be able to give the best advice and coaching to your clients. So I'm perfectly willing for a client to come back and say, Michelle, that's not at all what I meant. Mm-hmm. But if I don't show up with an open heart, I'm not giving them permission to come back with that. Oh, that's good. That's so good. And, and so I have to be willing, again, it's that, it's discernment. It's all, it's that fine edge that we all have to live on. You know, enjoy your sugar, but don't go crazy, right? Enjoy a cookie, but don't eat the box. It's that fine Um, in that I want to be really clear on my own gifts and talents, but I have to honor my clients' gifts and talents and their own intuition and their own process equally.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. Because if I just say everything I know, and they feel shut off, I'm not going to have clients after a while.
1: Yeah. And I can tell that that's definitely what I perceive. And even though, you know, we didn't plan for you to show up in that way for me, it's just who you are innately. It's who you are naturally. You can't turn it off. You can't.
0: can't I'm
1: on a podcast interview right now. So let me just Shut that part of who I am off. Let me. You're just who you are. Is just who you are all the time.
0: Right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah a it powerful
1: is. gift that you are able to give to your clients. Yeah. And I, I, and I would venture to guess that that helps to make the process of clarifying the book, outlining the book, getting the book done, that much more impactful because they have you holding that space. In your full presence, in full honor and acknowledgement of your own gifts, as you honor and acknowledge theirs. That's.
0: I hope. Yeah, that, that's, that's my goal. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love everything about what you're talking about. How you show up in the world, the work that you're doing. I, like I said, I, I really love this fine line between percolation and procrastination, being focus and discernment and. And how you've demonstrated the power that comes in leveraging your discernment, because we all have it, we don't all tune into it.
0: and I think we're we're such creative beings as entrepreneurs, as writers, as podcasters, whatever it is that, that you know all, all your listeners and are out there doing, there's so many ideas that come through. sometimes we just need a sounding board, yeah.
1: Yeah, totally, 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 totally. This conversation has been amazing. Now, okay, now I was told that before I could possibly even consider letting you go, that I need to hear about the pivotal role in the Netflix movie, Our Souls at Night.
0: (laughs) I love this. Thank you for that question. (laughs) That's so funny. So um, my daughter, I have a teenage daughter. Um, And I went to audition as actors. Actually, I took her to audition as an actor for this um, Our Souls at Night movie that's now out on Netflix. She did not get in, but I did. So every morning I was up at five o'clock. I actually showed up on set five o'clock every day. I had all kinds of um, things that I would do. I was the manager of a cafe and I was serving food to Robert Redford and uh, you like really cool stuff, right? And hearing all the chatter in the back and in hours and hours of film. And when the movie came out, I am the opening scene, Ooh. which is so exciting. That is and, you can, and you can see me for about a tenth of a second, mm-hmm. actually flipping the open sign to closed in the cafe, all the rest of it was cut on the cutting room floor. Didn't make it, but I'm the opening scene in the movie.
1: I love it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go look for the movie now. I think everybody who's listening will do the same. Is there anything else? I have to ask still asking my incredible factor wisdom questions, but before we get to those questions, is there anything else that you would like to share? I mean, we didn't really talk about writing a book for the sake of writing a book, but I feel like the conversation that we had was just so much more perfect because it was just organic in the way that it happened but is there anything that you would like to share um before i have you leave our listeners anything else you want to share
0: my guess is that the people that listen to you have a pretty clear message and purpose and i would say i would tell them to own it mm-hmm. and whether that goes out in a book or how you interact with your clients or what kind of packages or services you put together in your business own your purpose and your message first because i think that's the key to growing everything from there
1: yeah i agree that that's good stuff okay so i just have to ask you our incredible factor wisdom questions i really don't want our time to end because i could. i feel like i could talk to you forever
0: yeah you too This
1: this construct it's just so amazing. Like, but I, but at the same time, I'm like, I need to stop talking to Michelle. like, I
0: can frame my book. <laughs> yeah, good. Excellent. I can't wait to read it.
1: Okay, so last three questions. So I always like to ask the incredible factor wisdom questions because it really grounds our audience and allows us to have something to remember you by long after you're going off of this episode. So the first question is what is the last book that you read?
0: I'm reading Atomic Habits right now. Okay. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. I haven't read that
1: one. I'll have to add it to my list. And then what is your favorite quotes?
0: Ah, I was, (laughs) you think I'd be prepared for this question. And I have it. It is, um, God does not qualify the called. He, so you probably know this quote, right? Mm -hmm. God does not call the qualified. He qualifies qualifies the called. Thank okay. you.
1: Awesome. I love okay. the quote too. Yeah. And then last but not least, what is one tool that you swear by to grow your business?
0: That's a great question. Uh, I think listening to my clients. Oh, that's a good
1: one. I
0: think that is, I test, 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 test book covers, test book titles. Um ask what people want from authors. Mm -hmm. Like, so I would say to to you, ask your podcast listeners, what do they want your next book to be? Right. Listen, ask and listen, ask the question and listen to your, your clients.
1: Yeah. Good stuff. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for being here, Michelle. I don't know. Who else is going to get value from this episode? But I certainly did. Like you just. Oh, thank you. That's my
0: whole been honor.
1: Seriously, this has been a phenomenal, phenomenal conversation. And I love thinking more intently about discernment and staying fully present to right now. Like I will remember that into perpetuity right now. If we could just get to right now, then we'll just watch any procrastination, any Semblance of it just dissipate and just fall away. That is so juicy good. Thank you so very much.
0: Oh, thank you. It's been an honor. Okay. So, are you
1: still on the edge of your seat or have you come down a little bit as you think through the possibility that you haven't been procrastinating, but instead you've been in a state of percolation? And how much more amazing your life will be when you, at that point, decide to focus on. The right now thing when I tell you that Michelle gave me my whole life, I mean, you heard her on the spot. We didn't plan it, she literally coached me around my next book. So amazing! And it was even more once we stopped recording that she gave me in terms of the next book. Powerful, powerful stuff. If you enjoy this conversation, I know you're going to want to reach out to Michelle. We're going to put her information in the show notes so that you can go and learn more about her powerful, powerful work. I love how fully present she was for me, even in our interview that she was able to offer coaching and insight to me during that time. It's just amazing, you guys. I I, I just hope you enjoyed it half as much as I did, if not more. And I hope that you will definitely show your love through a rating or review on this particular episode. Let Michelle know that you value her contribution to your life and that you're going to focus in even more on discernment and leveraging the power of discerning so that you don't miss anything that is waiting for you. Mm, That was so good. I'll see you next time. Take care. Thank you for joining me for the Leverage Your Incredible Factor Business Podcast. After listening to this episode, you know that it's time that you stop playing and praying small, you should go grab my Grow Your Business Toolkit. Based on the pillars of business optimization, this toolkit is the only resource you need to get crystal clear about what it will take to take your business to the seven-figure mark. Go grab yours today at growyourbiztoolkit.com. And if you enjoyed our time together, do yourself a favor. Head on over to iTunes, subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. Until next time, remember you deserve to scale your business, shake the planet, and fund the life you crave. Take care.